Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Before we start the show, if you're interested, we have a free Facebook group called Savvy Nurse Writer Community. I appreciate you following and listening to me today. And I would love if you would subscribe via iTunes. And if you love our show, can I ask you for a review? Select ratings and reviews and write a review. It's that simple. I would love to read your review and it helps other nurses like you find our podcast. Thanks so much. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining in. We're going to be talking today about three ways to perfect your pitch to editors, if I can talk, right? (laughs) So perfecting your pitch. Have we talked about pitching before? We sure have a whole bunch of episodes. And I'm going to have my assistant, Cheryl, put in all those episodes where we have talked about cold pitching, pitching strategies, creating a process for your content and that being pitching, helping you stand out as a freelancer with pitching your profile. So there's a whole bunch that we've already talked about, about pitching. But today I'm going to talk about three things that I think really help pitches stand out in the sea of pitching to editors. Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. A podcast for healthcare professionals who are interested in starting their own health writing businesses. I'm Janine, a registered nurse and your host. I'm a labor and delivery nurse, mom to these two incredible boys, wife to my best friend, and owner of two crazy Great Danes. I help nurses discover freelance writing as an extra income opportunity with help from my guests. Join us over on Facebook in the group Savvy Nurse Writer Community or SavvyNurseWriter.com to join our course and membership to create your own profitable writing business. Enjoy the show. And let me just back up a little bit and talk about what a pitch is, right? If you if you have never pitched or you're new here and you were like me in the beginning going, oh, I don't even know what a pitch is. A pitch is basically an idea, an idea that you tell someone who has a decision-making effort to say, yes, that sounds like a good idea. Will you write on it? Okay. So those decision makers are usually editors or marketing managers or someone like that in a company. And what we do as writers is we can't wait for an editor to say, hey, Janine, I remembered you. Do you mind writing an article on why the sky is blue? And I go, yes, editor, I would love to write an article on why the sky is blue. Now, could I do that if I worked for them full time and they remembered me and, you know, top of mind, they're thinking, oh, this, this article about writing about the sky that's blue is really trending right now. Janine, can you do a twist on that? Absolutely. But I will tell you as a freelancer, editors aren't thinking about you. They're not, they're, they're so busy. They have so many things on their plate that it's your job as a freelancer to gain clients, right? That's how we grow our businesses. We need clients, right? We got to sell something and that's our writing. So our clients will only help us grow our business. And the only way to do that is to pitch. You need to pitch to get clients. And I know it can be boring. It can be time consuming, but you have to also think about your your payoff, right? If you, I, I can't do the math in my head right now, but if you pitch to 10, 10 editors and one of them signed you on as a retainer client, a retainer freelancer and you have a retainer client now and you're making like 400 bucks a month from them 
then I think your 10 pitches and your little bit of research that you had to do for each one of those was totally worth it. Right. So you have to think of it that way. Now, are you going to pitch 10 editors and they're all going to say no, or they're going to get ghosted and never get a response? Yeah. Yeah, you will. Unfortunately, but that's the part of the process, right? You're not going to win every single, every single client. And I'm here to tell you that that's okay, right? All right, so let's dive into those three ways, okay? The first way and the most important is to write a clear subject line because we need to get the editor or journalist or the um, marketing manager to open our email. If they don't open it, guess what? You're never going to get a response, right? We need to hook them like we would anyone. So I want you to think about like, what could you put in your subject line? You could put like intro to Janine Kalbach, RN in labor and delivery, also a writer, something like that. Or, you know, you could even think of the title of your pitch. The sky is blue. Did you know it used to be green? <laughs> something like that, right? So think about some way to spruce up your subject line to get your client potential client to open it. And there's headline generators out there you can use, you know, just do a quick Google search so you can try to spice up that title line. The second thing is to actually hook them on that first line in the email. You don't want to just be like, good morning, Isabel. I'm Janine Kalbach. No. How can we hook her from the beginning? Did you think the sky was green at one point? Yeah, it was. Actually, according to da-da-da, it was green back in the whatever era. <laughs> and now, how did it turn blue? And talk to her a little bit about that and say, I have this great idea for your blog. I would love to write this idea about the sky being blue and how it has changed over the years and a little bit of history on it. So you've, right there, you've already hooked them right? They're, they didn't know this answer. So if you look about trends in the industry right now, right? For nursing trends, for example, like retention, right? Retention in nursing right now is huge. So if you somehow know a way to retain nurses, that's not money. Hey, there you go right there. Retaining nurses, that's not money related. Okay. Well, that might be a great pitch for somebody who has a blog for nurse managers, right? They want to know these ways that we can retain nurses that isn't just paying out of pocket because hospitals can't afford it, right? So how can we do that? So they would love to hear something like that, right? So search those trending topics, avoid that like boring stuff, right? That stuff that you can find anywhere on the internet. You really want to get something that's exciting to your reader. Think about being the reader too. Like what would you want to read about? The third way is to personalize it, right? Most editors, they get tons, tons of pitches in their inboxes every single week. So adding a little personal twist to your email will only grab the attention of them. So don't just copy and paste something. You can have a template. I'm not saying don't have a template, but you do want to do some work into pitching. And that only shows that you've done your research about the company, that you care about what you want their readers to read about. Because if you can incorporate even just a little bit of their company or their blog into your pitch, you're going to have a greater chance of it being 
accepted, right? And I'm going to keep give you one more, even though it's three, I'm going to give you a fourth one. And that's is to keep it very short and to the point, very concise, right? They're very busy, again, just like everybody in this world. Think about writing for the web in general. You're writing so people can skim. You need to write your pitch so that they can skim it, okay? Their eyes need to go on what, where you think it's important. So bold things if you need to, make some white space if you need to. And keep the body of your pitch about two to three sentences or two to three bullet points, okay? Don't make it much more than that. You can remove like any of those unnecessary words. Don't keep it wordy. Maybe tell a little story, a transformation story if you can in two to three sentences. Okay, so try to keep it as short as possible. And I'm gonna give you a fifth one. Here's a fifth one. Follow up. Don't follow up the next day, but mark on your calendar when you want to follow up with that person so that they at least read it. And because again, for the fortune is in the follow-up. If you follow up with your clients, potential clients, you're likely to get a response. All right. I hope this helps you in not three ways, but maybe five ways to perfect your pitch for editors so that you can hopefully land a client today, tomorrow, or maybe the end of this week. You guys have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for listening. If you guys liked today's episode, I have a free download for you that explains all these tips that we mentioned today just in a little downloadable. So if you head over to Instagram and connect with me at Savvy Scribes, send me a quick DM and say pitch tips and I will send that over to you. No opt-in, no email address needed. I would just send you the link. Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. That's a wrap for today's episode of the Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore freelance writing as your next PRN job or even full time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.